Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are here inside of Lake Orion High School on a surprisingly sunny Wednesday morning to celebrate one of the greatest days of the entire school year. Cheap Seats is finally back. My goodness, I'm, I'm excited, boys. I can't wait to spend an entire year with my fellow classmates in television production workshop and maybe even some special surprise guests along the way. Once again, if you don't know already, Cheap Seats is the podcast produced and created by the Television Production Workshop class here at the high school within the Dragon Broadcasting Program. This is the first episode of the 11th season of Cheap Seats, and this year we will be on the pod every other Wednesday morning as of right now to give you some insights on everything sports-related, from professionals to the college level, and we'll even sprinkle in some Dragon sports here and there from time to time. We strive to be a great wake-up call as we talk and discuss sports and other topics as we go. My name is Benjamin Shadel, and I am the host this year, taking over for big boy Anthony Schulte, last year's host who is currently attending Central Michigan University. And to j today, as of, join or as of right now, joining me is my co-host, Zachary Hayes, Kyle Purdy, and Aiden Novak. Boys, how are you feeling today on this Wednesday morning? Fantastic. Feeling Fantastic. Feeling great. We're doing great. A little bit of late start action for you here. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready for this, for this season of Cheap Seats, the 11th year. Surprisingly, it's actually gone on this long. I mean... Feels great to be here. What are you? What are you gonna do? Are you cracking open? All right. Zach's gonna crack, an crack open it. a, uh, a monster. Absolutely love it. You know what? I respect it. I respect it. I definitely do. All right. Here we go, guys. Today we've got a lot of topics to discuss in the sports world. But first off, I want to go over, in my opinion, the most important question right now. Okay. Kyle's not gonna be too happy with this. <laughs> no, oh, it's a Michigan and Novak. I'm not happy either. No, 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 no. It's it's something that definitely concerns you, though, right? As Michigan fans, it definitely concerns you. That's true. Right? That yes, yeah, absolutely. I know we talked about this on Sweet Seats. If you were on Sweet Seats for the very first episode of the third season, which took place this past Thursday or last Thursday, I should say, actually. Um, but I, I want to get straight into it, guys. Give me some names for you guys for the next Michigan State head coach. I mean, Mel Tucker was fired this past year. I need I need some names. I can't after Urban Michigan State Meyer. after Michigan State's loss last night in basketball. I got nothing to look forward to as a Spartan fan. Give me something that I can look forward to as a new Michigan State head coach. <laughs> Pat Narduzzi. Pat, I was, I was Pat Narduzzi. Oh my god! That's my that's my no one back. name. That's Give my one name. no. That's my Give one me an name. actual name. No Pat Narduzzi. As, as bad as bad as as bad as I like as bad as I don't want. Jesse Minter to leave. I feel like he is one of the top candidates right now just because Jesse Minter has showed like leadership roles. He was an interim head coach Respect it. in the beginning of the season, and I feel like he could be a good fit at Michigan State. Mm -hmm. However, as a Michigan fan, I feel like Novak agrees. We like our defense right now a lot, and yes. we don't want him to leave at agree. all. Everything in the world, in, in, in the college sports world, is it looking hurts. up for Michigan. And nothing is going up for Michigan They're State. Going right now up. At all. They're at three nothing. right now. Nothing. I mean, see, we were going to talk about the sign stealing for a little bit. No, I don't want to. I don't, want don't even want to talk about that. I don't want to do it. Don't even want to talk about it because we don't. We don't We don't want to talk about negative things or anything that we don't know the full story of here on Cheap Seats. But um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, basically, I I don't know. I you said Pat Narduzzi Novak, and let me let me tell you why as a Michigan State fan I don't want that. Okay, is that can we focus on the podcast, please? I'm locked in. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. think you're locked in. Um, Novak, you you told me Pat Narduzzi, and I'm gonna explain real quick, real quickly here why that is not a good option. Okay. Pat Narduzzi was the former defensive coordinator at Michigan State. He has ties to MSU, of course, right? He was one of our best coordinators here under Mark D'Antonio. He left to go take a job at Pittsburgh. What has Pittsburgh done besides 2021 with Kenny Pickett 
and Jordan Addison. Mm, Good point. They've done nothing. Nothing. I want, like, I understand that Michigan State is not a top 10 program, a top 10 job within college football, right? But they are definitely a top 25 position, 100%, in terms of attendance record, alumni, facilities. Like, they have... They have everything it, it, when you need when question. it comes to actually succeeding as a program. Kyle, what do you got? I have a question. <laughs> as for <laughs> <laughs> as for <laughs> as for the go. options, <laughs> Zach can't be distracted anymore. Let's go, Kyle. Come on now. As for the sorry, I was I was recording a video for for something and Zach just really uh, royally ruined it. Thank you very much <laughs> yes, for being sir, immature, Andy. Zach. As for as for the Michigan State candidates and what makes sense, Ben, mm-hmm. as a Michigan State fan, and I might add the only one in the room. Yep. Who do you like the most? Urban Meyer. Say no. Urban Meyer. Say it. No. Say no. it. A lot of listen. A lot of Spartan fans love Urban Meyer, and I 100% understand why. I mean, this this guy is, he's one of those guys that you know no Michigan State fan really anticipated would be interested or interested in the MSU job when it came open. Uh, Urban Meyer has an extremely well-respected track record at the college level. He's won three national championships from Florida to Ohio State. My problem with him is the amount of how how would I say it? The amount of um, disrespect I'd say with with him and the amount of um, I don't even know the right word. Basically, a third of the there there was a team where Florida won a national championship underneath him. And there was uh, a statistic that came out. A third of that team, which was like 40 or 41 players, have been in jail at least once. You know, you have what? so much controversy. What, what, what? Where did we get to jail? Yeah, where did we get I'm just, I, listen, from Aaron Hernandez, uh, the Pouncey Twins, you know, there was... Can we focus in on the podcast here? I am getting no. I'm laughing. I'm laughing more about like where you got in that conversation because I was. Yeah, you I was there's this, a lot of controversy surrounding well, Urban Meyer's career. Controversy, Ben. That's our new word. It's the first show. Give us a break. <sighs> Trust bro. me, I need a break too. I don't don't think I'm doing any better. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't do this for a typical full year, Buckeye bro. over there. Is that I case? Can't typical do Buckeye. This. Hey, that's why we're I seniors and we get to dip out of here early. I can't. Yeah, do we're this, out of here, nice and early. <laughs> oh my god! I'm the unlucky one. I'm the junior in the room. You're the lucky one, Novak. I'd kill to be a junior right now. What I'd rather mean? be a junior than a senior. The I don't mis- want to. I don't want to go away from high school. I love high school. I'll be the one getting flamed for a year and a half more for this podcast. What do you mean you get flamed? He says Kyle says he's excited to be a senior. We get out of here early. Yeah, I'm not. Out. I'm not out of here. We get out in May. He is. Uh, I like I, stay here. I'm out of here. I'm not out here till June. I like to stay here till June. Anyways, the, the like, Michigan fans want to move on. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying with Urban Meyer, there's a lot of controversy around around his coaching career, um, from Ohio State to obviously his tenure at, in Jacksonville in the NFL um, to Florida. The he just he's. He's been a great coach. He's succeeded at uh, two out of the three places that he's gone as a head coach. Just with the amount of controversy right now and the state that this program is currently in, there are, there are two things you're really looking for if you're Alan Haller, the Michigan State Athletic Director. In terms of hiring, you obviously want a guy who's going to win now, right? Win as soon as possible. Are you guys okay? I, I'm cool I, right I, here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to listen. Would you, would you like, ben, to, say the would you like to say something, Zach? Would you like to say something, Zach? No, I don't. What is so funny? I don't know anything about What is so funny? <laughs> why, guys, why are you and Kyle, Kyle dying is, laughing? Kyle is dying laughing right now. Why? Why? What's going I, on? I don't know. What's going on, Kyle? Why are you dying laughing right now? 
No, this is just this is just like a recollection of uh, last year, pretty much. Honestly. In the yeah. morning, tuning into my boys over at 97 won the ticket. Yeah, but this this is not what they do at 97 won the ticket. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. No, fine. Let's tune into the. You want to throw? You know what? You know what? I will. I will let you throw a chair. You want? You want to throw a chair for a chair drop? Ooh, no. let me throw a chair. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. That's that has to come in a specific. It's the first episode. We got to make sure that my we God. can do the show. My God, Zach. Anyways, let's try to get back on track. <laughs> Two things you're looking for if Two you're the things, Michigan yes, thank AD. you. You want, you want to win right now, right, and be able to recruit well. But another thing is, and this is extremely specific with the Michigan State job. Right now, there has been a lot of bad things that have happened at Michigan State University in the past five to ten years, right? I'm not going to go into detail on it, but we all, but know, we all, know. We, we we all know what's happened at Michigan yeah. State. You need a guy like Tom Izzo for the basketball program, even though the basketball team's not doing well, we don't have to talk about that right now. We'll go into that later. But <clears throat> you need a guy who's going to bring culture back to Michigan State, bring respect back to the program. If you hire, you want to, a lot of Michigan State fans want to embrace the whole villain thing. That's garbage. That's that's the, that's a Michigan thing. That's a Michigan thing. That's garbage. I've heard a lot of Michigan fans say. You know, what what kind? The Michigan thing. You haven't heard a lot of Michigan fans, you know, say that they want to fully embrace the villain. We're we're America's team. We're Michigan versus everybody with this whole Jim Harbaugh situation. I don't control what comes out of JJ McCarthy's mouth. Yeah, that was Jim Harbaugh I, I, that said that about America's I, I, team. I, I, I know, and I don't respect that at all. But that's all right, whatever. Hey, sometimes um, it's fun to be a villain. All right. It's fun to be a villain, but you got to embrace the role. You, if someone says something hurtful to you. Hey, all I gotta say, all I gotta say is bet, bet, absolutely. Just don't get caught up in U of M trying to be the Lions again. That's okay, all. I'm, so that's all I'm now saying. Back in the podcast, that's great. Ben, um, I have. What are you on <laughs> about? You just bro? text. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But as I was saying, you need a guy who's going to come in here and rest, uh, restore the respect that the program deserves. Oh my god! Zach is can, on audio board. Can, can we? Can, tell I us can, can we please? Wrong. Zach. Zach is being extremely ben, immature right now. Can we like lock can in? Can we please get dialed in? This is please. not me. This is all Zach. So, anyways. I'm dialed. God, I, can't, I can't take it. I can't, stop. I, can't I don't know why you keep We have a special it. guest in the room. Hey, what's up, Tyler? T. Claus here? What up, T? Wait, where's T. Claus? Right here. Hi, right Tyler. How are we doing? Tyler is listening to the podcast right now with the extremely immature Zach Hayes on audio board. Don't you think so, Tyler? I, every time, no, because every time, I, every time I look at my laptop, the kid stops, just stops the you podcast. You were just texting on your phone. And doing I'm doing research, Ben. Oh, my God. I have the rankings up right now. For what? For college football? Yes. All right. Good for you, Zach. You actually did research before this podcast. I would hope you do. Anyways, so with this whole with this whole Michigan State thing, you need to have a guy who restores respect within the community and the the entire culture at Michigan State. Urban Meyer's not going to do that, right? Uh, a small guy like Jason Candle at Toledo or Pat Narduzzi at Pittsburgh, who has had little success at any level at college football that they've ever been to, is not the guy for the job. Now, Novak, you asked me a guy who I'd want. I'd want. <laughs> Urban Meyer. No, I don't want Urban Meyer. I want a guy who has extremely benefited and ex- and helped immensely the Colorado offense. I want the Colorado offense coordinator. Let me give you a little bit of statistics, Novak. In 2022, last year, before Coach Prime went to Colorado when he was still at Jackson State, the Colorado offense averaged 15.4 points per game. Yeah, they were terrible. One of the one of the worst in the entire FBS. That's why they football. went. That's why they went one and eleven. Exactly. So the record showed. Now with Sean Lewis there, with Coach Prime there, they have now jumped to thirty point seven points per game. I mean, that's over a. That's almost a double marginal point. I mean, that does kind of. I mean, that does kind of come with talent 
like 100%, at the position players. So like he got Shador Sanders 100%. from the transfer portal. He got Travis, Ra- Travis, he got Hunter. Travis Hunter. He's got a uh, what's his name? Is it Dylan, Dylan, Edwards. Dylan Edwards at running back? He's yeah. got a lot of talent on that offense. A lot of talent. Sam Horn's a good wide receiver yep. too. I um, agree. It comes with a lot of talent on the position players. Like he didn't have that last I season. I know. I agree. But Sean Lewis is the guy who has orchestrated that offensive run, and it's been really special to watch. So for me, I'd, that's my main guy. You know, other names have been thrown out there, like Mike Elko at Duke. His name has been thrown around for the Texas A&M job now that Jimbo Fisher has been fired. He, what he's done at Duke has been absolutely remarkable. Uh, he's a defensive specialist as a head coach. Duke is one of the hardest places in all of college football to build a successful program. I mean, with with them being in the ACC, them being labeled as a college basketball school, if anything, Mike Elko has done a tremendous job at uh, at at Duke, and you know he's really succeeded everywhere he's gone. He's a former defensive coordinator at Texas A&M. That's why he's linked to that job. Well, well Lane mm-hmm. Kiffin likes to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, he's I mean, I would, it up I would a be lot, surprised. Actually. He has yeah. been literally everywhere. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe he can if go he to A&M. Like yeah, exactly. You he's know, Coach Prime like has been linked there. You know, J- uh, Lane Kiffin, Mike Elko, a lot of names have been linked there. Even Dan Lanning from Oregon has been linked there. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I mean, this is this is really where it's it's time to dial in if you're Michigan State. You know, this has been a a a travesty as a program for the past what five to seven years. Besides 2021, when you had literally one of the best running backs of all time in college football, Kenneth Walker. And the only reason I say that is because look at how Michigan State did without him. If you put Kenneth Walker on a Alabama or a Georgia, of course his numbers would immensely go up. But oh my God, but. <laughs> What? what was that all about, my, my, my computer sent a notification to me, and I didn't have it muted. My fault. <clears throat> but you look at what Michigan State did that last year and this year without him. They struggled immensely on offense. Kenneth Walker gave them that boost to not only be able to run the ball successfully, but also play action and have your pass game be successful. Heck, he made Peyton Thorne look like a top three quarterback inside the Big Ten. And that's remarkable. Look, and then look what happened the following year look without what him. I mean, that's exactly. your point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So... You know, with 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 the transfer portal, I mean, Michigan State has to go out and hire a guy who's not only going to give respect back to the program as a whole, is going to use the transfer portal effectively and embrace the new college football landscape, but is also going to win now and and win over the entire MSU fan base. But simply mm-hmm. put, this this move for MSU could make or break the next decade. Hundred percent. I agree. I agree. I mean, if you don't get a good if you don't if you don't get a good guy right here with the, with with the new teams in the Big Ten. UCLA, USC, Oregon, Washington, with all those new teams. You're going to fall behind. If mm-hmm. you don't hire the right guy here, you're going to fall behind. And Kick him out of the Big Indiana, Ten. Indiana, or Michigan wants to leave the Big Ten, don't they? I've heard reports on that, yeah. So if you don't do that, you're going to turn into an Indiana, you're going to turn into a Rutgers, or a Northwestern. I mean, it, it can't happen. Michigan State is too good of a program with the, with the facilities that they have, with the alumni that they have, with the attendance ratings that they have. Michigan State is too good of a program to not be in, in at least top five, top seven consideration of the Big Ten championship every single year. I agree. Um, you actually made a comment the other day. Um, I remember you said something like, if Michigan, Michigan State does not find the right head coaching job here, like they don't get the right hire, the program's dead forever. I, I, I would I would say I'd say for a long time, yes. I was gonna say I, I think that might be a little bit over exaggerated, but yeah. for the foreseeable future. For at least a I'd decade. Say. I agree for with that. For at least a decade. Yeah. 
because it's just like we've seen teams do this before and half they ha- they're just put in such tough situations they just fall out of contention completely so i don't want it's just even really as an bad. osu fan i don't want that to happen to msu it's just really bad and i think i think if you were to ask most spartan fans i mean they really don't have any negative comments towards ohio state like they do Michigan. Um, Michigan State and Ohio State aren't really rivals in terms of what I think personally. I don't, I don't know I don't what you think, Zach. I don't hate them. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate Ohio State because they used to beat Michigan every year, but that obviously doesn't happen anymore. I mean, yeah, we'll just, see. This year could be different. Who knows? You think, you think Michigan's going to gonna lose I mean, to Ohio State? They're due for a loss. That's true. That's so, definitely nope. True. That's definitely true. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying we have a shot. I agree. And, and going into that topic now as we, as we really talk about that more, um, I want to give a little bit of a recap and a couple predictions of college football. You know, Michigan won this past week against Penn State. Big win. Number three versus number nine of the country, 24 to 15. <laughs> Big dub. A Wait, statement. Are we finally win. moving on from the Michigan State. We are. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I know. It's Let's it's nice. Go! It's exciting. It's time exciting. for me. Time for me to lock in. Uh huh. Yeah, it's great, <laughs> Kyle. Um. So, <laughs> so what we have is Michigan. Who, if if, I don't know how to prove this, but Kyle, you can you can uh you can agree with me here when I said that before the season I picked Michigan to win the entire co- uh, college football national championship. Yeah. I yeah, 100% I said that. So with that being said, are you are you good dude? Are you taking what are I you am, doing? I am right Can you a, stop at, stop and stop stopping ben, the podcast? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My issue go? my issue with that statement, I mm-hmm. completely agree with you. Yep. But as for as for what's been going on with Jim Harbaugh and like his suspension, uh-huh. I feel like this coming weekend against Maryland, not going to be a problem. I oh, I agree 100%. Talia Tagovailoa is good. But I think that Maryland it, yeah. is good, but Michigan, Michigan is better. Is, it's Michigan just is much better. In the country Michigan Michigan but, is miles better. Hold on, let me uh, say something, though. Ben just brought it up. It's a trap game. You is. never know. Like This is like this is the game I was, was most like scared Illinois of. This was last year. Mar- Maryland, going into the season, was the game I was most scared of. This season, I'm not even going to lie to you. You're coming off that huge win on the road at Penn State. You got your biggest rival in the biggest game of the year the next week. You're going to be overlooking Maryland. Yep. That is the one thing I'm scared yep. about with Michigan right now. They're going to be overlooking yep. Maryland this week. After 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 Harbaugh's suspension um, to the end of the regular season, I feel like I'm more scared now of Ohio State because I feel like without yeah. <clears throat> I feel like without. Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines, that Ohio State game becomes immensely more challenging. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with with Jim Harbaugh and his sideline ban. First things first, Michigan is appealing that process. We don't know if Jim Harbaugh is going to be on the sideline for Maryland or if he's not going to be. I think he'll be suspended for the rest of the season. I do too. Like regular season. For the regular regular season. season. Regular season. So here is the pros and cons. First things first, this allows for your assistants, Jerome Moore and Jesse Minter, to become better at at coaching so you know if something happens if Jim Harbaugh does get poached by an NFL team you immediately have that next guy up mentality to step in there at that head coach job instead of being left with nobody exactly. who's capable to fill and the position and that's where that's where Minter comes into play mm-hmm. cuz Minter was on the candidates for Michigan State yeah but don't want him if Harbaugh leaves don't want him. Minter would be the next head coach at Michigan I feel like so you you think <coughs> really? that it would be Minter over Moore Yes, I, I have not been impressed with Michigan's offense. What does Tyler Sh- think? T- t- my my audience member, what do you what do you think? Sharon Moore or Jesse Minter? Minter, he says Jesse Minter. Why? Disagree. Hold on, Novak. I want to. So I want to hear I like that. I, like I want to hear why Novak disagrees. Because Sharon Moore, me and him were talking about it earlier. Yep. Our worst two offensive games have been when Sharon Moore was the head coach. 
why would Sharon Moore be better than Jesse Minter? Okay, well, the first game, I mean, Jesse Minter, like, they, they scored, like, between what, 30, 30 and 38 points in their first three games, like, each of them. Um, Sharon Moore has coached A in one more game than Jesse Minter, B in a bigger game than Jesse Minter, and throw, not throwing the ball in the second half for Michigan was a choice. Like, they chose not to do that. I feel like that was secretly Harbaugh's decision. Harbaugh, because he's allowed to be at practice. Harbaugh, in the last practice of the week, is probably like, hey, let's run the ball all second half. Just see if they can stop it. I don't know. Definitely. I don't know. I mean, they could have, but I guess, yeah, they would wear out Penn State's defense. But like I said, it was a choice. Like, 741 in the second quarter was the last time J.J. McCarthy threw a pass. And he was 7 for 8. And he was 7 for 8. But... Like I said, that's a choice, and Sharon Moore, when he's coached in that big game, he came through with a win in that big game. Jesse Minter does not have that experience yet as a head coach in that big game. That's my only thing, as I think Sharon Moore has proved that he can coach in the big moment, and that's why I think he should be the head coach for Michigan if Harbaugh doesn't come back. It's a good point. It's a good point, Novak. (laughs) It's a good point. So, with that being said, right, you have – Jim Harbaugh is not going to be on the, on the sidelines as of right now. That could change, but it won't. It, it it's not that big of a deal, except if if Michigan is in a close game with Ohio State. What Michigan always counts on, and what really any team always counts Run on, game. not even that in halftime is you need a coach who's going to be able to give you a halftime speech to get the players pumped up, or or if the confidence or momentum is not in your favor, you need a coach who's going to be determined to motivate his players in order to play well. I'm not sure if Sharon Moore or Jesse Minner has that quality yet to be that coach. I mean, that's one of the biggest concerns I have with Michigan's program right now. If Jim Harbaugh is not there, who is going to lead the troops? Who's going to be the general on the field? Who's going to well, give ben, a nice well, halftime speech? Well, Ben, regardless of who, who can... No, you've played football for years. Sorry, Zach. You've played football for years. You know what I'm talking about. The coaches don't even talk to us at halftime. Yes, they do. You count on Billy Robertson and Raymond Payne to pump you up. <laughs> and KD. I don't need no coach and KD. KD is uh, he's a G. Okay, okay. That's but, off topic. But anyways, but off we don't anyway. we don't talk about the high school football team right now because we we are not happy. No, uh, but I think regardless of who can come up with the best piece of paper to say at halftime, um, I think it's less about uh, who can rile up the troops and who in a game time decision in a close game where. It, where making the wrong decision can break a game and break your streak, I think it comes down to that kind of decision making that you have to count on head coach for. I agree. If, if whoever's running, who, if whoever's at the helm cannot make that decision, then it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who who has it. If they can't make the decision, then you're gonna lose. I agree with that. That's a good point, Zach. But I. I still think Sharon Moore, like, he did make that decision, though, not to run the football in the second half, though. That's my thing, is I think he's got that ability in him to make that big decision in that big moment. That's why I think he could be a good head coach. I think I think a big thing that guys like Andy Reid, Bill Belichick for a stretch, like guys like that in the NFL have mastered the art of being the head coach and calling either offense or defense. Andy Reid calls the offense for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um like, I don't think that Sharon Moore has that balance figured out yet. I think Jesse Minter would have a better chance at balancing out being the head coach and calling the defense full-time. 
I feel like Jesse Minter, Minter would be able to do that. I, w- I mean, I agree with that personally, Kyle. I just I'm very concerned with with Michigan um, in the fact that um, I don't think Ohio State's going to be a blowout. You, we we we've seen what's happened at uh, at Penn State, and the fact that Michigan has gotten the better of Penn State uh, t- uh, two times in a row now. Realistically, this game isn't about Michigan. It doesn't matter what I shouldn't say. It doesn't matter what Michigan does. It's not what Michigan does that's going to lead them to a win. It's what Ryan Day does. Because if Ryan Day cannot get this win, I really don't care what happens with Ohio State unless they win the national championship. I don't care what happens with Ohio State. If they can't win this game, I think that Ryan Ryan Day is now in the hot seat because you're facing your biggest rival, one of the biggest rivalries in all of college football, and you can't get it done for a third straight year. It's unacceptable. Well, that's what they said last year, too. It's like Ryan Day is now 0-2 against Michigan, and, like, yes, they crawled into the college football playoff last year, but that is not an outlet for them this year. There are multiple teams. I think there's I think there's five, yeah. right, five now, right now. Five right now that are undefeated. If Ohio State or Michigan lose, they're, they're, not, they're not getting into the college football playoff. That is not an outlet for Ryan Day this True. year. It is the top five rankings right now that are all 10 and 0. It's Washington, Florida State, U of M, Ohio State, and Georgia. No surprises there. Absolutely. Not. And I think I think Washington and Florida State both went out. I really think they do. It's really it's really up to Michigan and Ohio State. That game is the biggest game of the year. 100% and absolutely. Year. And it has been like since before the season started. But Ben, going back to your point saying that Ryan Day is on the hot seat. I think Ryan Day actually gets canned. You if think it, he's done? I think he's done if they lose wow. that game. They told him he was he, on the hot he, seat he, last he's year. He's gone. He was this close. Get out of getting, here. He was this close to getting fired last season after he lost to Michigan. This close. If he loses again for a third straight year, he's done. That's Get him it, out that, of here. That is the only thing Ohio State fans care, care Get about. Get like, him out of here. Honestly, Ohio State fans, their biggest priority is beating Michigan, then winning a national championship. I agree. I so if they agree. don't beat Michigan again, they're firing Ryan Day. I, <laughs> all right. There's he, no way they don't. I agree. He go, he I agree with that. Aiden. All right. Here you go. So, question for you. You you have Ohio State, who is arguably I don't even think arguably. I think they're a top five program in all of college football in terms of head coaching jobs. No Am I question. Correct? No Am I question. Correct? If Ryan Day is gone, who takes over for him? And I don't want a Michigan biased answer, like a crappy coach who is going to allow Michigan to dominate Ohio State over the next couple of years. Give me realistic candidates, if you were an Ohio State fan, that you would want as your next head coach. Would you go in-house? Would you go out-of-house? Would you go with someone that has ties to Ohio State? What would you do? I think it would depend on, because I can see a lot of competition for an OSU head coach job. And this is coming from an actual Ohio State fan. Yeah. Now, I don't know everything. I'm not a expert i don't claim to be but i can see a lot of competition for the head coaching job out of house but if there's not if they don't like what they see then they should have no problem going in house i agree here's the thing this is kind of going to tie back into michigan state's coaching decision with urban meyer it went urban meyer urban meyer left ryan day okay ryan day and urban meyer both had the ability to recruit Mm -hmm. that being wide receivers for the most part marvin harrison wow Emeka Egbuka. 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 Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Egbuka. Chris Olave, Jackson Chris Smith, Olave, and Jigba. Jackson Smith yeah. and Jigba. Like, they they've had oh. immense talent. J Mo for a little bit too before he transferred to Alabama. But like, 
the wide receiver class, and outside of that, the recruiting class has been awesome. Ohio State needs a guy, if Ryan Day leaves, that really, really can recruit. Because that's yeah. what Ohio State's looking for. That's what their athletic director is going to look for. I agree. That's what that's what well, like the fans are going to look for. That's what the students are going to look for. Yeah. Like they need Ohio State to be relevant <coughs> if Ryan Day gets canned. And if they can't find someone for that, I don't think Ryan Day does. So so Zach, here we go. Ready? <clears throat> I got. I just thought of a name. Right. A guy who I wanted to be the MSU head coach, but obviously that that's not going to happen. Right. In house name, and I'm pretty sure you guys know who I'm talking about. Jim Knowles. No, he oh. has been. Basically, the best recruiter at his coaching position, not only in college football as of right now, but basically maybe even of all time. Connor Stallions? No, he has <laughs> produced. He has produced many names who have gone on to be first-round picks, all pros at the next level in the NFL. What do you think of Brian Hartline? Do you even know who that is? Not really. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I figured. You I got, know the name. You, you know. You, okay. Yes. So, I'll give you offensive coordinator. Offen- okay. Yes. So he was the former wide receiver coach. He has been able able to recruit. Oh, what up, folks? Uh, we have another audience member in the house, Joey Hogan. How are we doing? Well, and he was just promoted in 2023, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right? he was. Because so yeah. then I wouldn't be as as good of a choice as he might be. Yeah. And you said he was good with recruiting, right? You he said was he's the produced best a lot of first in the round nation at, at at recruiting wide receivers. Then, honestly, I don't see why they wouldn't go with him. The only thing I could see is, once again, the out-of-house competition and because he was just promoted. Lane I Kiffin. Agree. I agree. <laughs> no, I, don't, I, I wouldn't want Lane Kiffin if I were you, Zach. No way. I mean, this 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 no guy, M- Brian Hartline, has had so much competition in terms of other teams offering him head coaching jobs. The Buckeyes were basically forced to promote him to offensive coordinator if they wanted him to stay there. He has produced so many players, like you said, uh, Novak, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, Smith and Jigba, Smith and Jigba, and the, list, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, this is really a remarkable list that we're talking about here in terms of wide receivers that Brian Hartline has developed. And honestly, I would not be mad if I were a, a, an Ohio State fan in terms of you know having him promoted to be my head coach if Ryan Day were to lose the job. That's just me personally, though. So we're going to quickly, before we almost are out of time, but I want to quickly go over a little bit of college basketball landscape. Just to be fair, James to, my, Madison. Just to, be fair to my Michigan fans over there and Dude. Tyler in the audience, um, Michigan State has just underperformed immensely. And I will say right now, said. I will c- say this right now, I'm not dogging on you, Ben, I know. but you talked all football season. That's because I had nothing to look forward to. Let's go to basketball, basketball season. Basketball. Look, wait for basketball, wait for basketball. season. MSU's going to be a powerhouse. How's your 2027 recluded glass And happen? then what happened? So here, here's, here's, and then literally here's the what thing. happened? I, can I, I, I had nothing to look forward to. Jam the you. Michigan State program in football is James a Madison. joke. James They're Madison. a joke. James Madison. James Madison owns Michigan State basketball. <laughs> they all do, honestly. Eight Dukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. We're one. At Michigan State's one and two right now. Um, I just I can't even begin. The defense has been surprisingly well from last from last year to this year. It's the offense that kills yeah, you. Yeah, it's one, just one, can't for make it 20, one for twenty. One for twenty for three. three. We've made four, five, <laughs> three pointers through three games. It's like a eleven percent success rate. It's hey, just pathetic. I was man. watching. I was. You guys watching. shot thirty six percent last night. I we did from three. Oh my god! And we still lost. We're six for nineteen. I was yeah. wa- I was watching the game yeah. last night. I heard the commentators. Saying, I watched basically like, a half. I wa- I was I heard the commentators saying that at uh, at the beginning, uh, Michigan State already hit two three pointers, yeah. and then they said they've hit uh, two three pointers. That's the most they've hit in their first two games combined. Yeah, two. I know. <laughs> 
It's it's just sad, honestly. What is it like one for twenty, and then they went like one for fifteen? It's it's so I don't want to say it's depressing, but it's just it it sucks the soul out of you. I mean, when when your when your arch rival Michigan is just so much better than you at football, we have nothing. We have a garbage bin for a Michigan State football program. One of the most embarrassing things I have ever seen as a Spartan fan in the college football landscape. Harlan Barnett is a cardboard cutout of a head coach. (laughs) It is awful. Terrible. I can't I can't stand to watch a football game at, at Spartan Stadium. So when I tune in to Breslin Center to maybe hopefully get some satisfaction out of this university and I see that, <clears throat> that monstrous performance, that awful, pathetic, God given, awful performance. Blasphemy. I don't I don't I listen, I it probably is. I apologize, but this has been awful as a Michigan State fan. I can't take it anymore. Well, well you guys, guys scored three points against Ohio State. You Mich- should be happy for yourself. Novak, by the way, you owe me $10 on that. Thank you very much. $5. $5 is good enough. Anyways, Michigan is better at football. Michigan is better at men's basketball. Michigan's probably better at men's curling. Hockey. I don't care. No, we're, we're starting to get there. Yeah, we have Adam Michigan's better. I don't watch it anyways. I don't really care about college hockey. It's I just, do. it is so pathetic and so hard for me to watch this Michigan State team that I know we have talent. We have talent. We are returning four four out of five of our seniors last year, or our starters last year. There's a reason why a you're ranked three, fourth. Number three recruiting class, two five stars, and this is how we perform. Yeah, there's a reason why you guys are ranked fourth in the country to start the season. Are you and it's just downhill. This is garbage. And I'm looking forward to January 15th. Off the topic out. of MSU, OSU versus U of M. No, U of M probably is going to win. In terms of basketball? Yeah. Yeah, I would say you. I'll give you a them, but I'm looking forward to that. It should be a good game. Doug McDaniel has been unbelievable. He's a stud. He's a beast. See, here's the thing. I said Michigan would probably not even make the NIT, probably make the NIT this year. Here's the thing. I knew two players coming into Michigan basketball this season. I knew Doug McDaniel, who I said, did I not say Tyler? I said would be better this year. I didn't think he'd be as good as he was this year. Long Beach State. And... Yep. I knew. What, what, how, do, how do you say the the Tennessee? We got a tough name? game this week. I'll, I know Tyler told me last. Who are you guys playing? Long Beach, Long Beach State. State. Threatening. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it, it's surprising. Anyways, so Kyle, how do you say the the Tennessee transfer's name? Olivier Olivier Kamwa. Not Kamwa. Olivier Kamwa. No, the NS Island. I think so. Wow. That's weird. Anyways, I mean, Phil Martelli has done an outstanding job. Why you still have that guy, Jawan Howard, as your head coach, even though he's not there, is, is a question mark to me. I don't even Agreed. understand it. Jawan Howard has been awful Agreed. as a head coach. Why? I mean, I understand Phil Martelli's probably going to have a heart attack on the, on the sideline next game, on the side of the court next game. He is so old, but he has put this Michigan basketball team in a place of succeeding. That's crazy. What? I can say that about Tom Izzo as well. Both of them are old, but they're they're doing a great. Sorry, Martelli is doing a great job right now. Tom Izzo, you got I don't even know. It's got to be. Is it so that hard to go into the gym the next day and just shoot threes it's, or like shoot free well, Kyle, throws? We've all played basketball before, and we haven't played basketball as, at a high level. But it's very very different from a practice to a game, and all it all it takes is just one game. Of having momentum on your side and being able to knock He's down those shots. He's visualizing it right now. I am. He's visualizing the to. MSU runaway. I have to. Oh, three pointer there. Three pointer there. Michigan State. Not gonna of, happen, Chief. One of the biggest problems is Michigan State has gotten away from their main mojo, which is going inside in the paint. I, I just, I can't see how it's gonna change. How's AJ Hogard? AJ Hogard. AJ <sighs> Hogard. Tyson Walker has been really good. 
Malik Hall stepped up big time last night. Cohen Carr is an athletic beast. Malik Hall made two three-pointers. Other than that, what do we got? Zero. Didn't 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 U of M? Zero. Was it last game or the game before that U of M put up a three spot? Hey, we were talking about Michigan basketball and we forgot a very key name. Cheddar. Will Will Cheddar. Cheddar. Yes. Who? Oh, see that you see that white guy? Yes. Oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. Well, Cheddar's great. Cheddar. That's that's. I thought it was to Cheddar. It's like T S. It's T S C H. Cheddar. Like Cheddar. Cheddar cheese. Yes. What can the kid do? Can he drive? Is he is he a beast down low in the paint? Can he shoot the three? He's all around. All around player, defensive playmaker. I like it. All right. Yes. He's made more three pointers in one game than your whole team has. Yeah. You know, it's pretty it's pretty self explanatory. I mean, Terrence Williams. All I can hold. Terrence Williams made more. He made more three pointers in the first game than Michigan State's whole team. Don't even know who that is. Anyways. um all I can hope is that Tom Mizzou is going to have this team ready by March, which he normally does. He won't. But anyways, that he is will. unfortunately all the time we have here today for the very che- first Cheap Seats episode of the 11th season. We thank everybody for tuning in, and we will be back in two weeks on Wednesday morning, same time, same place. For Zach Hayes, Aiden Novak, Kyle Purdy, Ben Shadow, the entirety of the Television Production Workshop and the Dragon Broadcasting Program here at Lake Orion High School, farewell, my friends. See that?